Think of how many people this year and every year have no room in their hearts for Jesus. They're more interested in the gifts. They're more interested in the decorations of their trees. But the focal attention is Jesus, the Savior of the world, the one that wants to be invited into your house, but most important, into your hearts. Welcome to Somebody Loves You Radio, the Bible teaching ministry of Raul Reese in Diamond Bar, California. We're happy to have you with us today for our continued Christmas series celebrating Jesus' saving love. Pointing to a tax collector's surprising, life-changing encounter with the Lord, Raul will assure us that we are seen and known by our Savior. Jesus came to die for the sins of the whole world, but He has sought us out individually. Stay with us for encouragement to welcome Jesus into our hearts and lives. Here's Raul Reese with the message, Jesus, the Shepherd of the Lost. This morning, if you have your Bible, turn to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 19, verses 1 through 10. Jesus now is in his 30s. He's been in the Galilee ministering, preaching, teaching, healing. And now he's going down into the Jordan in coming from the backside of the Jordan Valley. And if you do that, if you've been through Israel with us, we come back from the valley of of Jordan, and we're coming back and coming through Jericho, which today you can't really go to Jericho because of the PLO and all these problems with the Arabs. And so we go around Jericho, the Dead Sea's there, the wilderness of Judea's there, and what's incredible is that Jesus is walking down. Imagine, they didn't have buses. They had donkeys. And most of them walked everywhere they went. A two-day, three-day journey. And coming to Jericho, he comes in. And there in Jericho, there's a young man. He is a rich man. And he's very short. Nothing against short people. But he can see Jesus. So he climbs up into a sycamore tree to see Jesus. Now Jesus has been healing people. He did not expect Jesus to speak to him. But as he climbed up into the tree, let's read the story and I'll come back and give you some insight what he says here. He says in chapter 19 beginning with verse 1. He says, And Jesus entered and passed through the Jericho, And now behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, who was the chief tax collector, and he was rich. And he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not because of the crowd, for he was a short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him. For he was going to pass that way, and when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him, And said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste, hurry up, come down, for today I must stay at your house. Now, a couple observations here. That we see in verse 1 that Jesus is entering the city of Jericho. 
Zacchaeus has no knowledge that Jesus, as he's coming in, that he is looking at a crowd of people. And this is the way Jesus looks at us today, a crowd of people. But in that crowd, there's always someone that is looking for the truth. And he did not expect for Jesus to communicate with him. I think of all the people that have been in churches, that have been all over the world, and they truly have not only had an opportunity to see Jesus through a movie, through a book, whatever it is. But the most important is when Jesus introduces himself and somebody witnesses to you, or you go into the internet and you see a page and you read everything about Jesus... And it's only by the power of the Holy Spirit that anyone can come to know Jesus. Nowhere else they can do that. There's no way anybody can come. And yet that morning he woke up in his mansion, all the money that he had. And the reason he had so much money, he was a tax collector. One of the chief tax collectors, which means he worked for Rome. Rome got their part of income. And then he would rip up the people so that he could become rich. And it's interesting because here, coming to Jesus is one of the rich men of Jericho. He's coming up, but he can't see Jesus. And what it demonstrates too is that even though he wants to see Jesus, his persistency. He could have said, I can't see Jesus, I'm going back home. But he was so persistent in seeing Jesus that he went ahead, he climbed up into the sycamore tree. And there as he saw Jesus coming and approaching, and Jesus was walking by, even though he had his eyes on everybody, he focused on Zacchaeus. Watch this. Verse 5. He says, and when Jesus came to the place, he looked up, and he saw Zacchaeus. And said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must stay in your house. Now, what caught my eye here also is that he doesn't know that Jesus knows everybody's name. He says, Zacchaeus, I want you to come down and I want you to go home and prepare a supper and I want you to invite all your sinful friends. If it was the Pharisees and scribes and Sadducees, man, they would have got all over Jesus because we'll see that later on. Through the Gospel of Matthew, we've seen that. But the people in Jericho became very disturbed because he called up on a tax collector that was hated by the people. And here he's inviting Jesus to go ahead and come down to his house and have a party as Jesus told him to come down and go and prepare. It must have been something to come to the house of Zacchaeus. As not only he was now excited, but it shows you that when you come to Jesus, there's an excitement that you want to invite as many people as you can to tell him and allow Jesus to speak to them. About what? Salvation. He goes on in verse 6. So he made haste. He came down. And received him with joyfully. But when they saw it. They all complained saying. He has gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. Now how did they know that? That he was a sinner. They were sinners too. 
Probably they had heard from his previous ministry how he was going and healing the blind, preaching and teaching, forgiving people of their sins. And of course, these people were Jewish and they were used to sacrificing a goat, a lamb, a turtle dove. And here Jesus freely says to Zacchaeus, he says, why don't you come down and go home and prepare a place so that I can come and invite all your friends and we can have dinner together. Jesus didn't like to hang out with super spiritual people. Jesus liked to hang out with normal people. Normal people. That really wanted to know him, to have fellowship with him. And when Jesus went to that home, he never forced himself on anyone. He sat there, he communicated, he fellowshiped with his people. And through his life, in the excitement of Zacchaeus, probably in the conversation, he says, by the way, you guys, today, Jesus touched me and forgave me of my sins. And that's what this party is all about. For you to get an opportunity to listen to him. And to hear what he has to say. He goes on, verse 7. That when they saw it, they all complained, saying, He has gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. And then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I will give half of my goods to the poor. And if I have taken anything from anybody else by false accusation, I will restore fourfold. Do you believe that? True repentance. What does he want to do? He wants to give back the money that he took from people because he robbed them. He wants to make things right. Even to the point that I will give four times back. Which means what? He was not a lover of his money any longer. Not a lover of money anymore. He wanted to make things right. That's what happens when you come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You come to that place where the Holy Spirit not only speaks to your heart, wherever you may be. It doesn't matter where you are. You don't have to be in the church to become born again of the Holy Spirit. The Lord begins a process in our lives way back before you're converted. As He begins with the Holy Spirit to not only to speak to your heart. But he wants to bring you to a place in your life where there's true conviction of sin. Think of how many people this year and every year have no room in their hearts for Jesus. So many. They're more interested in the gifts. They're more interested in the decorations of their trees. And their lights outside of the home. And there's nothing wrong with that. But the focal attention is not decorating your house. The focal attention is Jesus, the Savior of the world. The one that wants to be invited into your house. But most important, into your hearts. This is Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. Visit SomebodyLovesYou.com or call 800-634-9165 for resources to help you grow in your understanding of God's love and the abundance He desires for your life. You can also order Rawls' audio study of Jesus' miraculous birth in Bethlehem. Now let's get back to the final part of our study, Jesus, the Shepherd of the Lost. The Lord wants to be accepted, not rejected. He had been rejected when he came. 
over and over and over to the point where he was so rejected that they put him on a cross. And they crucified the Savior of the world. And here we are 1900 years later. Looking at what Jesus Christ has done. So many people that is touched. So many people that have been healed. So many people that careers have been changed because of Jesus. Becoming like Zacchaeus if you're a business person. To become honest in business. And not be crooked. But we see that Zacchaeus doesn't make any excuses. Zacchaeus immediately is touched by the Lord. He jumps down. He goes home. He invites, has a dinner. And Jesus gets to share with his friends. Gets to share with his friends. This brings another point. What an opportunity the Lord has given to each one of you individually that is a Christian. Not only to prepare a lunch or a dinner, whatever it is. But not to have people, when they come to your home, and preach to them. Don't do that. Don't do that. You'll turn them off from Christ. But be a witness. Be a witness the way you're going to behave on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And Christmas is every day. Every day for the child of God. It must have been amazing for Zacchaeus. After having this party, leaving a great testimony there in Jericho. In Jericho. From that point on, we don't have anything about it. But imagine the next day, the next week, the next month, when Zacchaeus in his business changed his outlook in making a living. By being honest. I guarantee you that people in that city of Jericho and we don't have record, many of them probably came to know the Lord through his testimony. Think of how many people in your life, through your testimony, had either come to know Christ, or they have walked away from Christ. Depending on your testimony. Depending on your witness before the Lord. So as we not only begin to celebrate as we're here this morning, We need to allow the Holy Spirit, even as Jesus gave to Zacchaeus, eternal life. That we need to have a sensitive ear to hear when Jesus says, Come down, go home, prepare, and I will sup with you. And invite your friends to come and to be a witness to them. And I think of how many people on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, or throughout the week or months... That people that have come into our homes and have gone out of our homes and they've had a bitter taste instead of a sweet taste. Because we have not truly been a true witness to them. A true witness that we should have been. So I pray that this Christmas Eve and Christmas Day would not just be another time to celebrate, but it would be a time of what? Doing inventory in my life. How have I done this past year in the Lord? And it's not by works. But by faith, have I backslidden? Have I really not led anybody to the Lord? Have I been honest or dishonest in business or whatever else I do? 
And it's a time to really take examination of your heart and to do like Zacchaeus, do what's right from that point on. So that you don't have condemnation, but you have the peace of God that passes all understanding. All understanding. And you and I know that when you came to Christ, your parents or loved ones, whoever it is, friends, they begin to notice a difference in your life than before. And the reason for that is because like Nicodemus, when Nicodemus came to Jesus and he asked him, Jesus told Nicodemus, listen, the only way you can get into the kingdom of God, you have to be born again of the Holy Spirit of God. And then the natural mind said, how can I go back into my mother's womb and physically come out of my mother's womb now that I'm old? And Jesus said, you don't understand. The natural man doesn't understand the things of God. So Jesus expounded and said, listen, what I'm trying to tell you, that in order to get into the kingdom of God, you have to be born again of the Holy Spirit. It's not by joining a church. It's not by doing good deeds. It's by faith. When you come by faith to Jesus Christ and you say, Jesus, I surrender, I submit. Listen to what he says in verse 10. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come into this house because he also is a son of Abraham. He's a Jew. And the Jews were rejecting Jesus. Now look what he says. He goes back to Abraham and he begins to share about salvation. What is salvation? Salvation is the free gift of God. It's not of works, lest any man should boast. And yet there are so many people that think that by joining and signing a card in a church of membership, that that's making them not only a member of the church, but that is giving them salvation into eternity. And then think of all the people that baptize their children by sprinkling. Or having a little child be baptized that doesn't really know. He hasn't come to that age of accountability. We need to be aware of who we are and who he is. And the only way to do that is to examine your heart. Because God has given us a will to make choices to accept him or to reject him. That's the whole basis of salvation. Salvation is the free gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast, Paul said. Why? Because if salvation by my works, imagine having boastful parties. People coming and boasting what they did for God. That's not true Christianity. That's religion. Religion is always boasting about things that are not eternal in the kingdom of God. And when I think of the past in the Old Testament, when Noah, remember, came, he made the ark. Salvation was what? Salvation was to the door closed. And then Noah, his wife, three sons, and their wives, when they went in, God shut the door to salvation. One day, the door to salvation will be closing among us today. Because when God begins to not only speak in the last seven years of world history, it's going to be so hard for people in that generation that go into the last seven years of history to receive the Lord because the only way that a person can receive the Lord at that time is to be beheaded, to be killed. 
Today, we can accept the Lord anytime. The Holy Spirit is here. He left them for us to be convicted by the Holy Spirit. The problem with us is we don't hear. How many times the Holy Spirit will use people to speak to you and you ignore it? Situations like an accident. You see an accident? Yes. God speaks. That's why you need to know Jesus as your Savior. Not as Calvary Chapel. Not as a Roman Catholic Church or any other religion. You need to know him personally when he speaks to your heart and he brings you to your knees. And when you receive his love and grace and mercy, you can receive his forgiveness. To me, it's a mystery. How can God forgive me for everything that we've done in the past, of the present, and to the future? It's his love. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's the gospel. If we didn't have anything else in the Bible, and that's the only verse we had, that is the full gospel of Jesus Christ. His love. But the problem is that we're not in love with Jesus. We're in love with everything else. Seek ye first. Matthew 6.33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. He has to be first. People have to see that Jesus Christ is first in your list. That as you share your heart with people and you worship, and if you go to somebody's house and not going to worship whatever, That as they drink and as they party, that you would be salt and light to stand back as a real Christian and not to compromise in any way. Like Joshua said, for me and my house, we've chosen to serve the Lord. I don't care what you do, but for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord Jehovah God. Zacchaeus' story provides powerful reassurance of the Lord's love for each of us as individuals. If you've been feeling like you're standing on the fringes with the Lord, but you want to get to know Him personally, we encourage you today to start with an honest prayer of faith. You're listening to Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. Today's lesson is available to you in its complete form for a gift of $5 or more. Just call us at 800-634-9165 and ask for today's lesson titled, Jesus, the Shepherd of the Lost. We'd also like to tell you about Rawls' four-part series titled, The Birth of Jesus Christ, now available on both CD and MP3. As you delve into the miraculous events that led to Jesus' birth in a stable, you'll see how He perfectly fulfilled God's rescue mission for the world. Get in touch with us to order Rawls' four-part series titled, The Birth of Jesus Christ. Just visit somebodylovesyou.com or call 800-634-9165 and we'll send your CD collection for a gift of $18 or the MP3 thumb drive for $10. That's 800-634-9165. Our mailing address, if you'd like to order by writing us, is Somebody Loves You Radio, P.O. Box 4440, Diamond Bar, California, 91765. This is a listener-supported ministry, and every tax-deductible gift enables us to reach more people with the good news of Jesus Christ. Thanks so much for your partnership.
Well, it's always a joy to meditate with you on the wonder of Jesus' birth, and we hope you'll join us again next time as we pause once again in the holiday bustle and quiet our hearts to worship at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. Here's Raul once again with a closing thought from today's lesson. Choose you this day who you're going to serve. And I would pray that it would be the Lord. And that through that witness, just like Zacchaeus, through that witness, those that live around you, in your neighborhood, those that you work with, those at the gym, those at the beach, wherever you go, that know you, they will see a transformation in your life. A transformation that can only come through repentance and being baptized by the Holy Spirit and taking our sins and throwing them as far as to the east or the west and bury them in the deepest part of the ocean and he never remembers them again, ever again. No religion can do that. Only Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one can come to the Father unless you come to Jesus Christ. There's only salvation in Jesus. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there's no other but Jesus Christ. He's the mediator between God the Father, notice, and man. He's the bridge builder. And if you want to go to heaven and you want to truly practice and enjoy Christmas, you have to be born again of the Holy Spirit and ask Him by faith to come into your heart so that He can change your life. This program is sponsored by Somebody Loves You Radio in Diamond Bar, California.